Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, hello, my beautiful, sweet, amazing, incredible, sexy, hot, able to achieve anything they want in life, friend. I have such a delicious interview for you today. Now, if you've been following me for quite some time, you may notice a little bit of a shift in my current content. And that is because I am going through this absolutely obsessive phase of learning about identity. Learning about identity and how our identity truly is the thing that shapes our ability to be successful, that shapes our lives, essentially. You know, I went on this whole identity shifting journey myself. I don't think I've ever fully recorded an episode on what that journey looked like, but I've spoken a lot about it on social media. You know, when I left my long-term relationship, and I was in lockdown, I was by myself, I really had to re-get to know myself. And through that process of becoming my own best friend, restructuring my identity, restructuring how I saw myself, my business boomed. Like the results that I was getting at the time were mind-blowing, like mind-blowing. My audience doubled, my income doubled. It was just incredible. And that was actually where the becoming the coolest person you know concept was birthed out of because I also reflected on how after coaching thousands and thousands of people all over the world, on how to start a business, on how to build an audience, I just realized that there really wasn't one strategy or even combination of strategies that led to people being successful or not being successful. You know, you could have the perfect drag and drop strategy from someone who time and time again has proven that they're able to help someone market themselves or to make more money online. And yet still so many people will not be able to create success even if they follow that strategy absolutely perfectly. Many people will be able to, but many also won't. And so that led me to believe there was so much more to being successful than what we do. And I really came to the conclusion that it was who we are. So I've been shifting my story, my content, my focus a lot lately to helping people shift their identity. I still want to teach you how to build an audience. I still want to teach you how to build a freedom-based chillpreneur style business. But I also want to teach you how to shift your identity as an entrepreneur and know how to shift your identity in general so that you can achieve anything that you want in life. Now, today's interview is actually with one of my amazing, amazing clients, Sarah. She's actually a relationship mentor. And I thought this would be a really interesting conversation because one thing that Sarah specializes in is helping people to shift their identity as they emerge out of one relationship and build a better relationship with themselves, not just so that they can have a new relationship in the future, but just so they can increase their quality of life overall. So she actually has a program called The Singles Upgrade. And I really thought that this would be an awesome conversation to have because as many different perspectives that I can get on how to become the coolest person you know, how to fall in love with your life, how to become the main character, how to be just vibey as fuck, the more that I can share different perspectives on how to do this, the better I think that you will be able to just become a vibe, fall in love with yourself, fall in love with your life, shift your identity, and then achieve all of the 
success that you desire with your business. I would much rather speak to people that ultimately have an amazing story about how to become successful than people who are just going to tell you what to do to try to be successful. So this was an awesome, awesome, awesome conversation. I so hope that you enjoyed it as much as I do. Definitely reach out to me, reach out to Sarah. I've left left her all of her information in the description below as well as a link to her program. So definitely go check her out. She's got an amazing TikTok as well. And you know what? We're all people in this community. We're not just entrepreneurs. We are people and we have relationships and we want to live an incredible life. So this is not just even a conversation about business. This is just a conversation on upgrading your life in general. So let's jump in. Hello, my friend. And welcome to the Chilpreneur Podcast. Hi. (laughs) I didn't know if you you were going to do your intro or not. I was just saying hi and welcome. Hi, hi, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you? You're a whole day ahead of me. I'm excited. I'm excited to just be in the future and to just see all of the things that are to come for everybody else in the world. (laughs) Yes. Do you know what I'm excited for? I am excited to speak to you today about just loving the fuck out of yourself. So for those who haven't met Sarah yet, Sarah is one of my amazing clients, but I'm not just here to bring her on to talk about our amazing coaching mentoring relationship. I had the idea to sit down with Sarah because in my work with her, I have just I feel like you've coached me sometimes really like without even actually knowing it, but just watching your content and listening to you, I am just so inspired with how practical and applicable your approach to building a relationship to yourself is. You know, so many people talk about the concept of self-love. So many people talk about you need to have more confidence. You need to believe in yourself. You need to trust yourself. All the things that you and I both talk about, but you have such a practical application and I know a lot of this comes because you are speaking to singles and you are speaking to people who've maybe just transitioned out of a relationship but I feel like so much of what you say is also extremely applicable to those who are entrepreneurs because the relationship that we have with ourselves truly like it truly is the foundation for how we show up online and how we show up in our lives and so I had the idea to bring you on and just kind of like pick at your mind a little bit (laughs) that's okay (laughs) yes I love it because I would love I love having these high level conversations with you know manifestation experts about all the different things that we can do from a belief standpoint but I feel like you have that as well as such a practical approach to the daily things that people can do to build a better relationship to themselves. So that's what Mm. I really wanted to talk about today, building a better relationship with yourself so you can manifest, create an incredible fucking life. But I mean, let's just do the thing. Let's just, I'm going to put the floor to you and maybe you can give a little bit of an introduction about like who you are and the work that you do and specifically like the people that you help. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. That was, that really warmed my heart and I really appreciate it. I am Sarah Mack and I primarily work with singles that are really hung up on their past or just feel stuck in life. So usually around breakups. So I help them get over their ex and just build a life that they're obsessed with. Mm -hmm. And in my philosophy, that is really what helps you manifest is falling in love with your life now and where you're at now so that you can create a better future that you're excited about, which can be in any space. I focus on relationships. So attracting your dream relationship really starts how you're living your life now. So that is who I help singles and whoever wants a better life. And I love that because that's where I see the crossover I mean, so many of the women I know in this community anyway want to hear the conversation around relationships because when I shared my own story, God, I probably got more messages and questions about that than I did on a day-to-day basis about business. But so I want to kind of entangle these two conversations together because I really do see the, like everything that you've said in terms of being hung up on the past or let's say from a business perspective being caught in our old reality or caught in our old limiting beliefs and that being so 
um, you know, constricting to the happiness and the joy that we experience today. And therefore we struggle to step into the role of leadership or to manifest the business success that we desire. And so whether it be in relationships or whether it be in business, really clearly like living in the past and not loving the fucking present to manifest the future could be the thing holding so many people back from success in any area right mm-hmm. and one thing I know that you talk about a lot is how to let go of the past so maybe we can start there because from a general perspective if we're considering people who are either trying to leave a relationship in you know in the past or in behind or even just who they were you know what I mean this like old identity that's no longer serving them like what are some of the things that we can do to move from the past being so attached to the past Hmm. Yes, this is my, I guess, sweet spot because, and my story is I, my dad is a divorce attorney. So I grew up around a lot of toxic divorces and I realized through my own breakup experiences in the past decade that we are wasting so much time being stuck on the past and not letting go. So I became kind of obsessed with figuring out, figuring out what the hell is going on in our brains. Why do we turn into different people when we're going through a breakup? Especially I experienced that through my first breakup when I was like 20 and I became this different person. So I've, I've been obsessively studying what is going on in our brains and really it's we go through this grief process and when people tend to get stuck on the past it means they haven't come to the final phase of grief which is acceptance mm-hmm. so that's what I do with my students in my I created a program called breakup school and it's really to help them get to that point of acceptance and rebuilding their their future so often when I meet with someone and they say I'm I just can't get over my ex. And usually it's been months or years. That's so common. So if that's you, you're not alone. Um, it's very common to, to still think about your ex and then you get frustrated and you ruminate, especially women ruminate a lot and it leads to depression and anxiety. So that's why you have to really take your power back by recreating yourself, recreating your future basically everything that Aaron talks about. And that's why there is so much overlap in both of our spaces um, because you're really thinking about the future that you want to create and you have to get your power back by knowing you can create it. And that's, you know, where all the mindset work comes in and, and you have the sole power to, to change your future, to, to rewrite your story from the past. Yeah. I feel like I just rambled. <laughs> no, it's honestly, that's amazing. And it's, this is going to be such a weird, like where I'm going to take this, but just bear with me. Um, okay. and I just want to preface this with a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the show, The Watcher yet on Netflix. It's like super mm. popular at the moment, but there's a particular scene in that where the, there's a private investigator involved in this. And they're talking to the the main character about how, when our brain doesn't have the answers for something it can eat us up inside when our brain doesn't have that like conclusion to something and mm. said that a lot of people spend so much time ruminating on relationships trying to figure out what rent went wrong or I feel like even now in the personal development space so many people are ruminating on the past like trying obsessively to figure out where their limiting beliefs from or why something is the way that it is and that almost means that they end up living in the past more than they are trying to create their future like you and I have a very positive no I wouldn't say positive but like forward moving approach to personal development and I'd love to get into that in just a sec but in the watcher like I it really resonated that you know we our curiosity mind also means that we sometimes can get caught in these loops of trying to figure out until we have closure or completion to the puzzle that our brain is trying to solve, we can get stuck in it. So what is the process or like, what are some of the tools that people can use to move through that acceptance stage? Because surely Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard to like really start creating the new reality, creating your new identity, creating your new life. If your brain is like fixated on like solving the puzzle. So how Mm -hmm. do we move through that acceptance phase? 
Yes. I was just reading about closure the other day. Um, I think it was from single on purpose, which I know you love that book too. Um, and closure is so deceiving. We think we need closure before we can move on, but it should be the other way around. Once you start to move on and rebuild the life that you want to live, closure will come eventually. And that could be years later. And for me, that's happened in my past relationship where I got closure four years later. And in that time, what is really important and how you can speed up that process is getting clear on what you truly want, what you value, which is really just what we're talking about, building that relationship with yourself. Because obviously something was missing in that relationship, whether even if we're not talking about relationships, like there's something that needs to be let go. And your brain, of course, wants black and white answers. We need to find patterns. But what you can do is just get clear on your values and your deal breakers so that you can, as you move forward, and let's say if you do start to date again, you have what is really true for yourself. You have your non-negotiables and then you may meet someone else or you have another experience and then closure hits you out of nowhere. You can't sit around and wait for it because it's just, it's not what we need that, that is going to help us move on. We need to get back focus on rebuilding our relationship with ourselves and our future. Yeah. And that's, oh my God, you've just like given me a light bulb moment because as I said before, I think you and I, without even realizing it, you and I both have quite a forward thinking approach to personal development of like, you build this new identity of yourself, you start bringing that into your experience and that ultimately will kind of like take its own course of overriding any of those instances in the past or limiting beliefs. Whereas I think a lot of personal development, whether it be for business, relationships, money specifically, is like you have to identify, you have to like go into your past and identify exactly where your limitations come from. You have to figure out again, like exactly what went wrong. Your brain is looking for these patterns when to me that makes it feel as though we are just living in the past we're anchoring mm -hmm. ourselves into the past when what you just said Mamie I literally could see it in my mind as like a headlight as you move forward becomes less and less bright like a headlight from another car becomes less and less bright and as you move forward into your future that experience that caused that limitation can be overridden by another experience. Is that what you mean by like, if you get into a new relationship, like it can bring the closure because the, the new experience can actually override the old one. Yes. Well, I think not necessarily that it's going to, you know, override or take place, but I feel like as we build that relationship with ourselves and know, okay, what do we really need or what do we truly want? And someone or another experience might come along and we're just going to have more realizations and it's going to give you a different perspective on that past, whatever you're leaving behind. The reason why we usually can't let go or it's really hard to let go is because we're so attached and we have that attachment in our mind that, okay, this is love. So maybe I won't experience, I don't think I can experience love with someone else until you start to realize, oh, I guess I can, it's just going to be different. And maybe this is a healthier version of love. And this is what I need. And it's just continual realizations of what you want and what you desire and what you need. And it's, it's, everything's going to be different. Every experience is going to be different, but that's really just what, yeah, building the relationship with yourself is for. That's why we need to do it so that we can have better relationships with other people. So we can have better experiences, better careers. Like it's all connected. It's all related. So it all really is starting with that like relationship to self. So mm -hmm. for someone, I guess, whether relative to like previous relationships or not, but I do know in all honesty that a lot of women in this community, they don't have great relationships to themselves. Like, and it, it often does have to do with other people, whether it was a previous relationship or whether it was their parents or 
even unfortunately in this space, a lot of the times like mentors that they've worked with in the past or teachers that they've had in the past, a lot of people have allowed other people's opinions and influence to chip away at that positive self-perspective. And so where does someone start? Like, let's just visualize for a second that someone like doesn't have a great relationship with themselves. They don't know what they want. They're like, I just can't seem to make anything happen. I'm like a victim to my circumstances. I'm just going around in circles, living day to day to day, maybe anchored in the past or maybe just stuck in this, you know, the abyss of of the now without any real direction. Like, where does someone start if that's where they're at right now? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I love to start with a good audit. Um, Like you said, I'm very, I like practical and I'm logical and analytical, um, but I need, yeah, I need, I'm in the love space, which is not always logical, but I need to know, have some practical steps. So literally just putting an audit of your past experiences. And I do this in my program breakup school and I do it in my singles program, single upgrade. And we put everything down on paper, every relationship, and we write down pros and cons. It's as simple as starting to investigate. I love to tell my clients, you're the investigator of your life. It should be fun of your love life. You get to, you get to play and figure out like what is really going on underneath and you get to design, you get to step into that design role of what you truly want. And it depends where they're, where you're at on your journey. So if you've never done any of this work, you just have to really stop and take a look at what is lighting you up. So if it's, if there's a book that sounds exciting, like a self-development book, start there. If, if you can set some time each week to journal, I, I physically put it in my calendar, in my Google calendar. I have a date with myself every week to reflect, do whatever gets me yeah, in a reflective mode. So meditation, journaling, just brain dumping. It's, it's pr- practical, simple steps that you can start doing day to day. And I want to reiterate day to day. Like it is a daily thing because I'll have, I'll know people or have clients that will do this work and then maybe they miss a few days or they miss a week and they feel like they've taken 10 steps back. And it's just a reminder to come back to the the daily practice because it can be simple and it should be, it's hard. It can be hard work too. Like if you've never done any of this work, I highly recommend working with a therapist or a coach because it can bring up a lot of past emotions. Um, But then just also having grace with yourself in, in the, process. It's it's not easy, but you can make it simplified so that it works for you. And that's really just figuring out what you like and what you don't like. It's kind of as simple as that. So when you say figuring out what you like and don't like, how does that then like progress into the relationship to self? Is it simply like, because I guess then moving forward, you've got to make decisions based on what you like uh, rather than based on what you don't like. So is that the mm-hmm purpose of that exercise the purpose of this audit or this investigation as you called it which I fucking love by the way like <laughs> you know I, I'm an yeah. investigator as well but I just invest other investigate other people's social media content yeah but like <laughs> oh being an investigator it just is good in all areas of life there is so much to learn out there if you actually like just wear the right hat you know but I love this process of a having a self-love date or having a self-reflection date with yourself and having it as an absolute non-negotiable in the calendar each week because it's so easy just not to do that work because it's difficult it's sometimes you know if we're people pleasers other people's things can override that but going into a process of investigating with the intention of really figuring out what I like and don't like, that's the start. But then as we progress through the days and weeks, like we now are starting to understand what we like and what we don't like from previous relationships. And when you Mm -hmm. say what you like and don't like, like what are the specifics on that? Do you mean like in terms of the way we want to be treated, the things that like, what are the, what are we looking for here? Yeah, it can be anything. So in the field of relationships, of course, we want to figure out what our deal breakers are, what lights us up. And I, it can be, if you're building your business, which I know most of this audience is, 
figure out what lights you up. What is your purpose and what are, yeah, what are you here to do during this time on earth? So it can literally be anything. So for me personally, I know I have this call for freedom and travel. So when I feel like I need to connect to myself, I usually will I mean, I don't want to say travel. I usually move. I like, to, like I'll move. I love, I've moved abroad. I've moved States because that makes me feel so freaking alive and it's, it's out of my comfort zone. So if you have, you like, if you take that time to get quiet and really listen to, I mean, this is building their, this is building that trust within yourself, which is a practice but once you start to do this work more and more, you can have those, hear those little callings of, oh, maybe I'm meant to do this. Like what, what excites you? What, what lights you up? And then you can kind of see your life moving forward in the direction that feels more aligned with what you're meant to be doing. So it can be in business, in love, in anything Yeah, that. Yeah. So those are, that's, that's my example. I have two questions on that, which I think are going to be really important, but also this is just a perspective or an opinion maybe, because I was just really interested when you were like, I like to move a lot and like just an air of hesitation came in there because I don't know if you have ever experienced this, but I have a lot of friends that move a lot as well. Like just love to move countries, love to move states and have actually received a lot of like judgment on that I seriously Mm -hmm. think that we need to break the stigma or like the idea that moving means that you're ungrounded or unsettled in life like some people are just a fucking citizen of the world and like that is incredible like there's nothing because I have a friend who moves countries like back and forth all the time and like yeah she's like just I'm gonna go wherever the wind takes me and yet she constantly gets like hate from people being like oh, you're so unsettled, you're so ungrounded, like you need to figure out what you want to do with your life. And like that is, I think there's so many areas of like, whether it be moving, like so many people are afraid to follow these inner inklings, let's just call Mm -hmm. them. Like Mm -hmm. maybe I should move, maybe I should travel because it goes against so much of like the status quo. And so my question that comes out of that maybe from your experience with moving is like, once we start to actually figure out what we like, figure out what we don't like in relationships, in business, how can someone develop the courage to actually follow that? Because I think we can get ourselves to the point where figuring out what we like and don't like can be habitual. But I think Mm -hmm. for so many people, they don't build that trust muscle in themselves. And then they don't even bother trying to figure out what they like and don't like, because they just simply don't have the courage to act on it. So like, Mm -hmm. I think really that would be specifically in relationships, because that was, I think we've both had stories of Mm -hmm. like, I, it took me two years to get to the point to leave my relationship because it was against the status quo. You know what I mean? Even, and now I trust myself more than ever. Like that yeah. one decision when I finally got to it because holy shit, my life fucking fully changed. Like my yeah. business dreams down in my dream relationship, like we're working, like everything has just shifted from that one decision that took me two years to make. But the reason why I didn't make it is because I didn't have the courage to do so. So mm-hmm. I know you have a lot of experience because like breakup school, but how does one, even if we just use the example of leaving a relationship or moving country or starting a business, how yeah. do we, find the courage to make those, to act on those decisions of what we like and what we want. Yeah. I, I experienced the same, the same thing that you just mentioned too, is when I was deciding whether to leave a relationship, which was like a whole year of of deciding going back and forth. And I know this is so common, more common than we realize because we can't talk about it. Like if we're in the relationship, we're too scared to, we can't bring it up. It's we, we hold it in. Mm -hmm. Um, but then once I did have the courage to leave, I got a promotion. I got more money. I got, I moved States. I got my, you know, bachelorette apartment. I was so excited. And, um, just relationships, my relationships, got better each time that I had the courage to leave what was no longer serving me when I felt like, I mean, I guess I I hit a, you hit a breaking point and it depends on the person. So 
they they say jumping off the cliff because you do hit this breaking point where you know you have this desire and you you have this gut feeling that there's something out there that's calling you and then maybe one day you see someone that is doing what you want to do and your brain says that's it I'm doing it and you make some impulsive decision or it could be building up that that trust muscle of courage so let's say if you do want to move abroad and you feel like there's something in you that really wants to do that it's not ego driven because a lot of a lot of what people are trying to manifest can be ego driven where we think oh it's just going to make us look cool on social media so that's why I'm, that's why I'm going to do it rather than I really truly desire this calling me so you can start by taking little steps go on a a day trip by yourself see how that feels and you ju- it is it can be like a muscle building that trust muscle building a courage muscle so mm. i have a friend that she could not sit b- at, alone by herself without feeling anxiety and depression so she would numb with drinking and whatever else and finally she told her she hit a breaking point she told herself she's going to take herself out to dinner and and it changed her life just that one one decision taking herself out to dinner yeah changed the tra- trajectory of her life where she committed to that every single week and she built that relationship with herself so it really depends where you're at in the journey um and yeah what i i like to look at evidence of the past too like when did you feel your most courageous in the past mm-hmm. and write that down write down so that you have the evidence that you can do hard things you can do things out of your comfort zone when was the last time you got out of your comfort zone and that could have been in kindergarten when you made a new friend like you have to start looking for this evidence in yourself and not just other people like you do have the courage you're here to get out of your comfort zone and grow that's why what we're here for as humans so yeah find again you're the investigator finding that evidence in your life and then building that courage within yourself yeah I love that you described it as a courage muscle because what I really heard from that was like there's really two paths right and they both end up getting you to the same point one probably just feels a little nicer. So either the one path is you've got this intuitive decision, maybe to start a business, to move country, to leave a relationship, to do whatever, like these big life-changing decisions. You're either going to get to the point where your intuition is screaming at you and it's very uncomfortable and things in your life really start to push you in that direction because I've seen that in relationships so Mm -hmm. somebody else's story which you know I won't like say who they are but I know a friend of mine basically was in a relationship like they've described this relationship to me and they knew it wasn't right they knew it was not right but what it led to not following that intuitive decision led to an miscarriage like led to their financial troubles. Like it was like the universe finally got to the point of being like, if you're not going to listen to me or intuition, it's like, I'm going to make you make that decision. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To the point where you absolutely need to. And I know that's so common as well. So you're saying that there's a point of which you will be pushed into making the decision if it's truly in alignment and not coming from ego. Or you can, the more empowered path is building that courage muscle, building that trust muscle by saying, okay, I eventually want to make this decision, whether it be starting the business, leaving the relationship, moving, moving countries. And so I just don't feel prepared. I don't feel ready. It's going to shock my nervous system to do that right now. But let me like start slowly increasing my way there by doing little things that get me closer and closer and closer to the courage that I need. Yeah. And I love that you brought up the intuition and it just getting louder because that is a truth that I've found throughout my entire life is once you know that in your gut that you need to do something, it's, you're going to, you're going to do it. You're It's going to yell at you. Eventually the timeline might not be what you expect, um, but it's going to get louder and louder. And another exercise came to mind as you were talking is, so we investigate the past, but then I want you to think about the future too. Like, where do you see your life five years from now? And if the thought, if you're in a relationship and the thought of being with that person kind of makes you not excited, then that's a pretty big sign that maybe something needs to change. Um, or if you feel like 
I mean, for starting a business, like for me, I knew that was never, that desire was probably never going to go away. So why not just do it now instead of waiting like 10, it could be 10 years from now and I'm still going to have that desire. I'm going to wish I did it now. So just thinking about the future can be so helpful. And in something as simple as writing down your ideal day, like what, what would your ideal day be a year from now or five years from now? What does that look like? How do you want to feel? In all honesty, like I will say that that exact exercise was the thing, like that exercise changed my life. And it was not even, it wasn't even something that I had to work on for months and months and months and months. I was actually, I remember exactly where I was. I was in the car. I was with my friend Chantel and she was talking about sport or something like random, just like rambling on, you know, when someone's just like, just talking at you and you're like kind of off in a daydream. And she was talking about sport and she was like, so many people just settle for a life that's like not extraordinary. And in that moment, I pictured like, if I don't make this decision now, I'm literally going, I'm choosing unextraordinary like I'm living I'm just going to choose a life that is for somebody else that I know is not for me and it's fucking scary because like we had the house we were engaged like all of the things everything mm-hmm. was nothing wrong necessarily yeah. so then to yeah. make that decision but in that moment I knew and it was exactly that thing so for everyone listening like I think that could be like such a pivotal moment is like put yourself five years in the future for now if you don't move country if you don't start the business if you don't leave the relationship I mean, a simple answer, like simple question is like, are you going to be happy? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not to say that if you are in a relationship that you can't work on it and it become amazing, but it's about listening to your gut. And I think you and I both had that experience of we knew in our gut that, that we wanted more, there was something out there more for us. And once you do listen to that voice, like you will definitely be honored. Like life is going to bring you amazing things because you're being living your truth. You're being true and authentic to your core desires. And how does one know whether they're being driven? Because you mentioned before that some decisions can be ego driven. And I know mm-hmm. everyone's definition of ego goes right from the super ethereal to the very practical. Like you mentioned, like it looking good on social media seems more of the practical approach with the ego conversation. But like, how do you know whether a conversation, because we're so fucking heavily influenced by the constant stimuli of like social media and, you know, the presentation of our lives rather than the living of our lives. And so mm-hmm. like, is there a particular, I ask this question to everyone who brings up the topic of intuition, but like for you personally, like, is there a a difference when you know something is either ego driven or intuitively driven. Yes, I'm trying to think of what my process is or how to put it in words, but my for an example, the relationship I was just talking about, I felt like we looked really good on paper. It looked good on paper and he was very attractive. He was kind of the whole package, but in my mind, I didn't, I felt kind of like empty. It just felt like boring or stale or I don't know. And I I thought, okay, if he wasn't as attractive as he is, would I, would I feel lit up by him? And I felt like that, that was ego. It was ego of me wanting to be like this ideal looking couple. Mm. That was a, a realization I had. Um, just for an example in the relationship. And then I do use the social media thing often or thinking about, okay, what do do I just want my ex to see this? Like, am I building this life that I want to make people envious of? Am I like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And there are times like we're, it's a very, we're human. We're, we have ego there. I think there's can be a healthy amount of ego that that drives us to accomplish things. Um, but when you're living so aligned in, in ego, I just feel like that's not the authentic mission driven path that we know we are here to be here to live. And so I'll ask myself that question a lot is like, do I just want people to people from my past to look up to me or yeah. So I don't know. It's just a, a, a self-reflection exercise of 
what is, what, why am I really doing this? Why do I truly want this? And would I be okay with no one seeing this or anyone finding this out? I just want to feel happy and at peace and joy in my life. So I'm going to do the things that give me that, whether anyone sees me doing it or not. I guess that's how I judge ego is, is are other people going to be envious or looking at me? (laughs) That's such a good like question to ask yourself though. Like it's not possible, Mm. especially when you have, I mean, for most of this audience who have like a personal brand in the online space, but theoretically, if nobody saw you making this decision and nobody saw the outcome of that decision, like, would you still want to make it? And I think that's Mm -hmm such like I know both you and I have the value of like fun and enjoyment and like joy and happiness and we try to bring that into both our lives and our business and I guess that's another guiding question like is this truly going to be fun for me like is this truly Mm -hmm. going to bring me joy is it I know like but then often sometimes we think we might have fun from something that it doesn't end up being that way but I think your question approaches it from a different angle of like would I actually want this thing if no one knew about it? Because mm-hmm. the answer is even slightly no, then that's a huge yeah. time because you're setting yourself up for major dissatisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it is a good self-reflection exercise. And I don't think I, there's so much gray area involved because especially when you're building and we're building an audience and yeah. building a business, we want people to see, we want we want to make an impact. Um, that's why I love, you know, what the exercise we did recently of connecting back to our values and our mission, because you can do that in your dating life too. You can do that in any point in your life of connecting back to what you value in human connection or having a relationship, because there's a lot of ego driven and relationships too. Like I just mentioned, like looks good on paper it can a relationship can look good but does it feel good does it feel good to you yeah so what are some of the really practical things so in 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 the in the thought of like let's say upgrading your single life from the perspective of relationships or let's just say upgrading your your self-identity from the perspective of leadership like what are some of the, I don't know, maybe like from students you've had in the past, like what are some of the really practical upgrades that they've made to their day-to-day life? So we've gone through some of the exercises of figuring out what you do like, figuring out what you don't like, but like, I don't know, can we just go through and like, what are some of the ways that people can actually upgrade their single life? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've had students that, I mean, movement and fitness are really big. They're really big in my life. And just, it's really about getting those endorphins, getting the chemicals that we often get in relationships. So that's also something I teach in my programs is, okay, we get a lot of dopamine in relationship, but how can we get that, give that to ourselves? So, um, there's a whole uh, chart of, you know, the different chemicals like dopamine, serotonin. So movement is huge. And just so you feel good, uh, getting in the sun every single day. I know we talk about, you know, the morning routine, but really it's about, okay, how can you, for me, how can I get those happy chemicals as soon as I get up so that I set myself up right. And then getting back to what's important to you or what you value for me and for, for me, I love style. So when I'm upgrading my single life, I think of clothes, (laughs) like it can be as superficial as upgrading your, your clothing. Um, if you feel like you want to upgrade your environment, so good for your brain just to make those changes within your environment, redecorate, or if you want to move, now's the time move. You have the freedom, um, education, development, self-development. So what do you really want to learn? You have more time and energy to learn what you want to learn. So putting, um, some sort of study or self-development plan together is what I love to do with my clients as well. It's like, okay, let's, let's, you don't want to, we don't want a year to pass and think, I wish I would have been doing these little things. It's these the little things that add up. That's why I love atomic habits. Um, because it's really like manifestation is really just building those 
little habits. Yeah, it really it's is. that simple. Can I just like side note? I love that. Like I asked you a question about like the work that you do with your clients in your program, and for the first, like in you just then I don't know if you I brought up myself. No, no, God, no. <laughs> you held your heart and you smiled the whole time that you were talking. Oh. So I don't know if you were like revisiting, like, like in your minds, like your actual past clients, but like that, I see that really commonly when I talk to people. Yeah. And it's one of those indicators, like I've never really shared this before, but like, you know, I'm super big on like mission and purpose and values and all of these things. But like mm-hmm. when I ask people about their programs and their business and like all of that kind of stuff, like some people obviously will start talking about like the, the like what I teach and like the logistics and stuff like that. That's fine sometimes, but some people I can see that they're like revisiting like instances that they've had with clients and they like smile or they hold their heart or they like you know look a certain way or they like stand up taller and stuff like that and I'm like that's when I fucking know people are in their purpose work by the way but that aside (laughs) I really yeah your smile was like oh my god you love what you do I can just tell but I love that you also said it is those simple things like it really is those simple things because when it comes So just as a side note, you know, I've been diving massively into identity work, like the identity work that is required in order for us to be able to step into leadership to build a business, because it's not the fucking strategy. It's not the content plan. It's not the platform you're on. It's none of that. Like that stuff is the manifestation of how we feel inside ourselves. I've been doing this for such a long time. I've been doing marketing for 10 years and I've seen absolutely no correlation between the thousands of people that I've coached and mentored and students between some specific strategy and their ability to be successful. Like the only thing that I've been able to put it down to is the way that they see themselves, like what they feel like they're worthy of. So our identity is really built in self-worth. Our confidence is built in what we think we can do and our um, our identity and our self-worth, our self-esteem is what we think we're worthy of, right? And so I love that you touched upon and this is really like to bring it to a close why I wanted to have this conversation with you because you talking about upgrading your single life and all those things that you can do. So getting out in the sun, exercising, feeling good about the way that you dress, personal development to upgrade your abilities or your skills or your characteristics or even if it's studying an actual like I want to learn engineering or something whatever (laughs) you like feel more capable but like all of those things that we so often overlook because they are so ingrained within our day-to-day life and we have so many habits around them Mm -hmm. are the things that change the way we see ourselves and when we change the way we see ourselves we change what we're capable of Mm-hmm. And so like even the exercise thing, like I know it's 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 not like it's it, it's become quite a taboo topic to talk about, but like it's not anything to do with a certain aesthetic of being, you know, thick or thin or anything like that. But when you are your ideal version of health, you will simply just show up more. You'll do more. You'll mm-hmm. you'll feel capable of doing more. You'll have the energy to do more. You know, mm-hmm. when you're getting, like you said, those happy endorphins, literally like I don't know if anyone's ever done drugs in their life before. Like it changes your brain <laughs> chemistry. You don't have to go smoke a joint to feel good, but yeah. will literally change the way that your brain is feeling and thinking and what's going on in your body by like changing your brain chemistry. Cause that's what drugs do. Yeah. You can do it without drugs as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which uh, another thing, breath work, I'm, I'm becoming obsessed with. And I really want to start including that in my programs because that is the closest thing you can get to LSD without doing any drugs. Um, but it's just, yeah, it it really, that's the physical way of getting rid of all the limiting beliefs and conditioning that we're, is going through our head every single day and which will eventually rebuild in our identity and our self image, image, like you're talking about, which I'm also getting very obsessed with the word identity keeps popping up and I'm, um, yeah, getting really into that because another manifestation thing it's, we, we aren't manifesting things. We're manifesting the person that we're becoming. And you can start becoming that person every day by doing these little things that we've been talking about. I love it. I love it. Um, I see so many people on TikTok. I know you're on TikTok um, a lot, but I see so many people on TikTok doing all of these like creepy to me manifestation techniques, like whispering things into your water and changing your handwriting writing with your non-dominant hand and all of this kind of stuff and like sure 
it can be a placebo if you think it's going to work maybe it does but really i think I, I'm not a manifestation expert, so I don't know. Someone correct me on this. I know you're probably into it more than I am, but like really at the end of the day, manifestation is all just aware about how you see yourself. Mindset stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All the other stuff you can do for, just for fun. Yeah. Yeah. If you find it fun and if you believe it's going to work, it probably will. Hashtag mm-hmm. I'm sure if we all took a fake tab of acid and believed that it was real, we'd be singing freaking dragons in no time. <laughs> <laughs> But my love, this was such an incredible conversation. I am so in love with you. Thank you so much for coming on. And you are just such an inspiration because really like, you know, having gone through that journey myself and just seeing how much my life has changed. I know you can scream it from the rooftops. I know you can like tell every person you come across in the street that like following your intuition specifically means leaving a relationship truly can change your life but you have to move past all these fears. Like the fact that you're out there doing that work means so much to me. Like it really does. I don't think I've ever told you this before, but like coming from how much my life has changed. Oh my God. I wish I had you when I was going through that because maybe I would have made the decision earlier, but also trusting timing. But like the fact that you're allowing, not allowing, but you're helping guide people through that journey that I've been on myself, which was the best decision I've ever made in my life I just think is absolutely incredible so thank you so much for the work that you do first of all and just being an amazing human oh thank you that means so much to me and um if you are going through that I know there's so many women or men and women that are experiencing that same thing so you aren't alone I know it can feel like the loneliest experience ever um but if you need anyone to talk to you can dm me on instagram I'm here for it Awesome. And then you've got breakup school, single upgrade, all the things, all the things. So where's the best place for people to find you? Instagram? Definitely Instagram at love.saramac, S-A-R-A-H. Yeah. I'll leave it in the, I'll leave it in the description. Okay. Thank you so much, my love. I deeply Thank appreciate you. you and we will see you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, I find it so funny every single time you finish a podcast episode and you're like, bye, bye. And you're just saying bye for the fact of the recording, even though you know you're going to end up talking for another 10 minutes after that. Anyway, how incredible, how incredible was that conversation? I hope that you had lots of takeaways on how to upgrade your life, not just as a single, not just as an entrepreneur, but as an incredible, incredible human being, because your life is your responsibility, babe. So you got to do the things that are going to make it incredible. No one is coming to save. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you, no one cares about your life as much as you do. And so take responsibility for making those upgrades. It doesn't have to be difficult. You just need to be consistent. Okay, I love you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and I will see you in the next episode.